Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Jola Speaks Podcast. The Jola Speaks Podcast is a 10-ish minute podcast intended to grow and equip you in your trust work with God. It is an evolving podcast with a current focus on obtaining clarity as we all go through our personal processes with God and learn to trust Him totally and also surrender to His will and purpose for us. I am by no means an expert. As I said, I personally am also going through a process as well and i know that god is helping each and every one of us each episode particularly is inspired by the holy spirit so i learn personally as you learn from the various episodes and god has you and me in mind when he's preparing these episodes with me i am sure just a vessel you know that he's that he thankfully and graciously used for this purpose let's learn together please share please subscribe to get a lot of new episodes coming through as well and please spread the word thank you very much so over the last three weeks we had been focused on what i call the easter series where we discussed the journey to the cross the cross itself and after the cross before this um, series we had started a series called lessons from joseph in the bible and we did that for a week that was with the march 27 to march 31 last week of march and then we had to break that and focus on the easter series so i'm going to continue from lessons from the story of joseph now and if you want to go back to listen to the previous episodes on this series it's really quite useful as we go through each of the steps and if you want to you can go back and listen to the episodes that were aired 31st of march last month so i'm going to continue from that so i started with genesis 37 i had discussed lessons from genesis 37 verses 1 to 11 and so now i'm going to go into verses 12 to 36 this week this is one topic that has made me really ponder particularly and i'm going to title this episode have you ever been sold when i mean sold i don't mean so like oh you're amazing person and you know you're the best thing that ever happened no i mean so like you are so like you are wanted like what happened to joseph google defines being sold out as someone betraying another to gain advantage or benefit but then literally in this story joseph was actually sold for money so before i go into the conversation let me quickly read the bible scripture it's quite a long scripture and some only go reading once and then over this week we'll probably be going through the stories and going to specific verses as we discuss the lessons from the stories i will start now and i'm going to read the NIV version so genesis 37 verses 12 to 36 i read now his brothers as jesus brothers had gone to graze their father's flocks near Sesham. And Israel said to Joseph, As you know, your brothers are grazing the stocks near Sesham. Come, I am going to send you to them. Very well, he replied. So he said to them, Go and see if all is well with your brothers and with the flocks and bring word back to me. Then he sent him off from the valley of Hebron. When Joseph arrived at Sesham, a man found him wandering around the fields and asked him, What are you looking for? He replied, I'm looking for my brothers. Can you tell me where they are grazing their flocks, please? They have moved on from here, the man answered. I heard them say, Let's go to Dothan. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them near Dothan. But they saw him in a distance and before he reached them, they had plotted to kill him. Wow, that's deep. And that also can show us how much hatred can make us blind, you know, just see red. Now let's continue. Here comes the dreamer, they said to each other. Come now, let's kill him and throw him into one of the cisterns and say that a furious animal devoured him. Then we will see what comes of his dreams. 
When Reuben heard this, he tried to rescue him from their hands. Let's not take this life, he said. Don't shed any blood. Throw him into this cistern here in the wilderness, but don't lay a hand on him, Reuben said. This to rescue him and take him back to his father. So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him from his robe, the honest robe that he was wearing, and they took him and threw him into the cistern. The cistern was empty. There was no water in it. Thank God for that. As they sat down to eat their meal, they looked up and saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead. Their camels were loaded with spices, balm, and myrrh, and they were on their way to take them down to Egypt. Judah said to his brothers, What will we gain if we kill our brothers and cover up his blood? I'm just imagining Joseph just listening to these conversations. Okay, let's continue. Come, let's tell him to the Ishmaelites and not lay our hands on him. After all, he's our brother, our own flesh and blood. His brothers agreed. So when the Midianites merchants came by, his brothers pulled Joseph out of the cistern and sold him for 20 shekels of silver to the Ishmaelites. This was two thirds of the value of an actual slave at that point in time let's continue when reuben returned to the cistern and saw that joseph was not there he tore his clothes he went back to his brothers and said this boy isn't here where can i turn now then they got joseph's robe slaughtered a goat and dipped the robe into blood they took the ornate robe back to their father and said we found this to see if this is your son's robe he recognized it and said it's my son's robe some furious animal has devoured him joseph has surely been torn to pieces then jacob tore his clothes put on sackcloth and mourned for his son many days. All his sons and daughters came to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. No, he said, I will continue to mourn until I join my son in the grave. So his father wept for him. Meanwhile, the Midianites sold Joseph in Egypt to Potiphar, one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard. This is a very tough story. It's a very tough story. And I'm here just putting myself in Joseph's position. Like listening, overhearing your brothers first planning to kill you and how they will kill you. Then next thing, they change their minds and think, oh, I can gain off this boy's soul. Instead of killing him, let me just sell him for two thirds of the price of a slave just so I can get money and let's see what comes out of his dreams. That would have hurt like that would have hurt i wonder how long it took joseph to forgive his brothers i wonder how long he carried such insecurity he carried such roots in himself these are people that he trusted with all his life with everything he was that his brothers he loved them yes he wasn't perfect but he loved them it's a huge betrayal i must say and it's probably hurt so horribly but let me tell you something important both Joseph and his brothers were scared of each other. The root of betrayal is fear. Joseph was scared because he was the only one and they outnumbered him in both might, size, age, powerful wisdom as well to an extent. He was just one. He didn't have much strength. And so he was scared of them. They were scared of what would become of him. That they went to ensure that that does not happen. Both sides of the same thing, fear. And because they were more than him, they were able to try and use their power to dominate him. But that power again was born out of fear. So they were not evil people. They were just fearful people. And that makes us also rethink a lot when it gets to betrayals. When people betray you, and like what Google had highlighted as the definition of what so that is, it means, and I want to read it again, betraying in order to gain advantage or benefit. 
so they are doing it from a place of fear insecurity fear what will become of you not that they are evil in this sense but that fear now brought about evil and then that evil literally brought about the hatred the hell the whatever they had planned and proposed it was all from a place of fear fear can be very powerful if we let it and just imagine the insecurity that crept up in Joseph's mind. Oh my God, even my family members did not want me. They wanted to kill me, but they felt they could make more for me and said to sell me. I wonder what they even used the money for. The 20 shekels of silver that they sold Joseph. At least Judas did 30 pieces of silver. This one did 20, even less. Right? Again, I'm not sure about the conversions, but yeah, it hurts. And the way the devil works, he tries to push that insecurities when he knows it will stick. So here they are, they hate their brother, they try to kill him. He's just 19 years old. Let's have a think about it. At 19 years old, you are there in a cistern, covered, tied by your brothers, people that live with you, dine with you, you trusted with all your might. You thought the reason why you came there was because you loved them and the father has sent you to them. They wanted to kill you and hurt him not. So yes, what happened happened, but that doesn't mean he is rejected or that doesn't mean he is unwanted, but the devil uses that experience to make you think that you are or make us think that we are and to make joseph think that he was rejected and he was unwanted and can i just say this here it is tough so maybe perhaps this has brought back memories to you perhaps this is what you're going through now perhaps quite recent are you feeling this way i want to let you know here that the reason why this has been on my mind and why i'm saying this in this podcast today is because god wants to let you know that he is with you in every possible situation he wants to remind you that he is the master planner and these two points i just raised i will go into them in more detail in the next two episodes tomorrow and next tomorrow and please listen to it to understand what god is saying here I want you to remember that even if you feel that your world is crashing down, like just imagine what Joseph felt when he was there covered and tied. God is with you even in that very thing. God is going through this with you to lead you to his purpose for your life, to lead you to the change in season. Don't be discouraged. Don't be frustrated. Don't be overwhelmed. I know it's literally impossible to sometimes not feel that, but try and remember and fix your eyes on God. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Because I assure you that God's will, God's purpose for your life will definitely come to pass. And if you continue in the story of Joseph, God now placed Joseph in a significant position of power that even the ones that had power over him, all his brothers had to come and kneel before him. So he switched. And I'm sure if Joseph had said, you know what, these guys are criminals, kill them, they'll have gone in seconds. That power God put on Joseph. How would Joseph have phantomed he would have been there in that position when he was being tied in a situation of about to be killed or even sold out? He would never have experienced it. And that's why we as human beings, we see only what is in front of us in many cases. It's only God that gives us eyes to see what he has planned and proposed for us. And so, whatever it is, remember that God is the master planner. And I will go into more about it tomorrow. And God is with you. Oh, God is with you. And I just pray for you right now that whatever you are feeling, that God will help you understand his amazing love for you that he is with you you do not walk alone even in that situation that you are in even in that impossible situation that you are in that you cannot phantom God is with you and he will show you so many overwhelming evidence that he's with you he's with you he hasn't forsaken you he is with you in Jesus name I pray amen I pray for peace in your heart I pray for rest 
I pray for strength as well that you need in this phase. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you for listening today. God bless you. I love you. Bye.